Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What's wrong What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Reformatory, live from the Tin Can in Linden, Washington, the podcast for the local church and by the local church, and we are local churchmen. My name is Josh, and I'm here, as always, with my faithful co-host, Captain Jack. Yes, sir. Captain Jack, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. It is nice here. So, riff up, all right? We've got a lot to talk about. Riff. That's right. Riff. Riff. All right, so we are up here, uh, as we said last week, um, I'm going to knock out a couple eps. We are up here at the Tin Can Cigar Lounge, all right? This place, this place is awesome. Yeah. I love this place. I was not aware, well, I okay, that's not true. I was aware this place existed. Uh, I am kicking myself right now for, are you just now opening that yes, Diet I Coke? Yeah. <laughs> it's over here. It sounded like a horse, like passing gas. It's like, you know when you cinch up the horse saddle and they hold it? No, you wouldn't know that. Never no, mind. I don't. Nah, forget it. Forget it. Forget it. It's okay. <laughs> Any, yeah. Our our super rural horse people will understand what I'm saying. Um, we are up here at the Tin Can Cigar Lounge, mm-hmm. which is a Airstream trailer yep. that Sean Taylor gutted and then made beautiful. Yeah. I'm talking like wood paneling, leather chairs. So, okay. Dude, where where do you think these chairs are from? Because these chairs, they're they're obviously custom made for this trailer. Yeah. But they're all uniform. Like like it, these weren't just like rickshawed together. No, they like, weren't. These were put together were. with purpose and intention. Yeah. Like where where do you think these are from? These are really nice. I don't. I have no clue. I mean, they could be to a certain extent, maybe like some stadium seating because mm. it kind of is lined up that way. But I I mean, yeah. they look too custom. I don't think he pulled them out somewhere. I think they were made, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're really really nice. Anyway, like it's hard. We we've put pictures and stuff like that up on Insta. So head on over to the Reformatory page to look at some pictures. We put a live. We did a live video. Uh, that's up there as well. Um, but also, you know, go go to Tin Can. It's just it's at Tin Can. I'm gonna get the official. But if if you just type in Tin Can Cigar, it's gonna show up on Instagram. I think their official. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up right now. 
We go to the reformatory. Bada badoo. Okay, yeah, it's Tin Can Cigar Co. Uh, so at Tin Can Cigar Co. That's where we're at. Give them a follow. This place is legit. This place is really really cool. So Jack and I are here, uh, like gentlemen, like kings, just enjoying life. Uh, it you know Jack, it's the simple pleasures. It is you know, it's <laughs> it's uh it's chicken parm sandwiches <laughs> from Wendy's. Yeah, Coke Zero, <laughs> good cigars, good company. Yeah, right. This is the place. Yeah, this is legit. Jack, is. how how are you? Man, what can I say? I don't know. What There's I am. So I'm following. It's funny being a veteran. Oh, of, I bet it's hilarious. Of either, <laughs> of either the army or the navy, because army and navy are playing, yeah. and army is down by technically oh, yeah. a field goal, and it is fourth and two. Yeah, spoiler, have, spoiler. If you have this, if you have it, <laughs> if you have it on your DVR, but at this point. This is going to be a couple weeks, so if you haven't seen it yet, sorry. It's, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely going down to the wire. But uh, you know, it's a fantastic time here. Yeah, in uh, Dutch Reform Land, as we I are like in to call Dutch it. Reform Land. I yeah. said, yeah, and and they were talking about that, and I'm like, man, why don't you have like Bavink and like Abraham Kuyper on the walls too? Because he's yes. got some Spurgeon stuff. I don't know. Maybe he does, he's dude. To... I walked. Okay, okay. I got it. Okay, so Sean is. He, they, they just opened up. It's a soft open. They're actually yeah. launching uh, fully in January once they get their whole humidor set up. But he, he did a soft open in Linden today of their storefront. It's a tobacconist tin can. It is a man's store, dude. You walk in yeah. there. There's beard products. There's leather goods. There's knives, straight razors, pipes, cigars. Like, all, like it just you walk in, it's amazing. But right when I walk in, I look to my left. There's a poster of Spurgeon. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot endear me. To an establishment. You won Josh over that way, Sean. 100%. (laughs) Like, I I didn't, like, it was instant. Yeah. I walk in and I'm like, this is the place I want to, this is me. Yeah. If if I was a shop, if I could be personified in a storefront, Uh it's the tin can tobacconist shop that Sean is opening up right now in Linden. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, Sean's a great guy. We're going to try to get Sean on the podcast. He's, he's, he's. He is doing business things. He's, yeah, he's talking wheel, to people. He's wheeling and dealing. Wheeling and dealing. So he's doing his thing. He's he's endearing himself to the community, and uh, yeah, he's he's doing some amazing stuff. But Jack, we just wanted to just do a riff up because uh, when this app drops, just a couple days, and it's Christmas. Christmas Eve, Eve. It's Christmas Adam. <laughs> Christmas Adam. <laughs> I've never heard it this way, but yes, yes, it's it's Christmas Adam, right? Hey, if Eve gets a day, come on, Adam, Adam should get one. Christmas Adam, it's Christmas That's Adam, great. yeah, fantastic. <laughs> um, but uh, we wanted to just do a riff app. We're going to talk about literally whatever we feel like mm-hmm. because we have not done a riff app on Hot the reformatory minute. for a long time. Hot minute, yeah. Hot minute, hot minute. So Jack, um. First off, why don't we why don't we do why don't we do an impromptu cigar review? Yeah, because that's what people come for. Yeah, they come for the local church talk, <laughs> and they come for the cigar reviews. And this time, surprise, surprise, mm-hmm. your boy Josh flipping the script. I've got it. Yes, I've got it for you. Yes, you do. Okay, so so the, this is the reformatory cigar of the week, and what it is is room one hundred and one. 13th anniversary. Mm-hmm. I just enjoyed this stick. I am about three quarters of the way through. I've got about a third left. And it's a great stick. It's amazing. So it's by Room 101. It's one of the sticks that we got here at the Tin Can. 
Yep. Sean carries them. Yep. Uh, can we do a shout out to Sean's collection real quick? Yeah. He's got he's got a good collection. Yeah. He's got a good lineup. I mean, he's got uh, Sean. I think would be in the same vein as us as liking the boutiques. Yes. Is very much Absolutely. in the boutique-ish kind of world. Um, but yeah, Room 101. By the way, Room 101. Um, their prof- their uh, proprietor of Room 101. Yeah. Is Matt Booth. Booth. Who is up in Spokane, Washington. Oh, that's right. So he has he, he has stuff down in L.A. and everything like that where he makes his jewelry because there's other he has Room 101 brands where he does gin and some other stuff. Sure. But yes. Um, Matt Booth is another Washingtonian as well, too. That's right. Washington so, coming in strong. Yes. All right. Are. Shout out we Washington. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's the Room 101. It's a Nicaraguan. All right. So surprise, surprise. Jack and I Jack and I like Nicaraguans. It's among the boutique blend. Something I like about Sean, like you already mentioned, he he's a boutique guy. Right. So he gets these brands in here. He has all the name brands, right? That 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 people like. He has some Rocky Patels. Yep. He's got some Olivas. Yes. He's got some uh, Macanudos. Yep. Right? But then he's got He's got stuff for the more discerning cigar smoker, he has if some you will. Deba- or Dunburton Tobacco and Trust. He does. He's, he's got, got some, some small sober Mesa Vitolas yep. there. Yep. Um, like I said, he's got some and this Room One One. He's got a couple different blends from Room Room One One. Yeah. Um, there's some other stuff, man. He's got a lot of different things. Yeah. In this little kind of hutch, dude. He told us about this hutch. Yeah. There is okay. there is a story behind the wood Dude, behind this hutch. The, yes, the, humidor. the wood on top of the hutch is is from a tree that oh. his grandfather planted. Like great grandfather, was it, yeah, I think it was yes, it was because it because it <laughs> fell in the sixties. Something about going back to the Civil War era or something like that. I don't know. I can't that's remember. crazy, dude. <laughs> and it's beautiful. The, 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 this tin can place is, is amazing. But anyway, it's Room 101, 13th anniversary. It's a Nicaraguan stick, right? So you're going to be. It's a Nicaraguan uh, wrapper, binder, filler. It is as Nicaraguan as you can get, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and MSRP, you're going to be paying in between 11 to 13 bucks, depending on the the local brick and mortar, yeah. all right? Um, but it's a great stick. Uh, got some light, like, alfalfa notes, like, really good. Got some coffee in there. Uh, it is on the heavier side, so I will say once I got to about the final third, I started to feel it a little bit. But yeah. then I just started sipping on, like, uh, the, the, the Coke that I've got here, Coca-Cola, to be fair, it's Coca-Cola. <laughs> All right. So, hey, it's a kid's show. Yeah, it's a kid's right. show. It's a, a kid's show. And, and and I was fine. Yeah. All right. Um, but uh, the, yeah, it, it's a great stick. You sh- if you can, you should get it. Room 101 hardly ever disappoints. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I've had a stick from that I didn't like. And this one was really, really good. I really liked it. Great smoke output. Um it went out once, but that's because I left it. Yeah. We were in the middle of podcasting. It was not the cigar's fault. It was my fault. It was user error. Yeah. So to be completely There is clear. sometimes, too, where you have cigars where, and usually it depends on the blend and on the Vitola size. A lot of Lanceros will go out. You'll have to tend to them a lot, too, depending upon the pack of yeah. the binder and the filler in there sometimes. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I think that. I was I was looking at Josh when we were recording our last step, and it was going, it was burning really good. Oh, great! So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have to do, I didn't have to do any touch ups. I don't, I don't recall doing any touch ups on it either. So I had on this particular one, the Vitola was a Toro, so I had the Toro, so it was a fifty two ring gauge. So not the biggest you can get, but you know, it's not, you know, it is, it's, it, it's a good size stick. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, so you guys should go try it. 
Yeah, I I enjoyed it. And uh, Jack, I think that's going to be the second one he lights up here in yeah, a little bit, right? Probably. I'm assuming. Either that, flip a coin. Either flip that, coin. Either that or Tatuaje. Ooh. There's okay. two Tatuajes I have in Tatua. the... In the Sounds like an infant's first words. Tatuaje. Tatuaje. It's like, hey, uh, my son's going to be a tobacconist. <laughs> I mean, if they know Spanish too, sure. And, that, and you know that it sounds you know like what baby that, talk. Well, you yeah. know what that is. That it means tattoo in Spanish. Oh, does it? So their their proprietor Pete Johnson has a lot of tattoos. Oh, so okay. when he made this, and when he made his company, he's like, I'm going to call this Tatuaje, and everybody's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, there's a there, there's a documentary where he says this. So yeah, good to know. Yeah. Anyway, it is the Room 101 13th anniversary. That is the Reformatory Cigar of the Week. Go and smoke to the glory of God. All right, Jack. Okay, can we do a minute on? <laughs> Coca-Cola's new flavors that they're putting out these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Because for the longest time, I feel like the most adventurous that Coke got was like, you had the Coke cherry, Coke vanilla, and then they did orange vanilla. And that mm-hmm. was like, whoa, Coke, hey, easy. Yeah, well, easy there, guys. Now they're putting out all of these like nondescript, undiscernible flavors. Yeah. Like I'm drinking right now, Coca-Cola Dream World. Yeah. It is literally says on the label, it's dream flavored. You what, t- what is a dream flavor, Jack? Apparent- how do you how do you how do you extract flavor from a dream? I don't know, but apparently you said it tasted like hubba bubba bubblegum. It does. It does. I got hubba bubba. Yeah. So like and, and like I got it, I get it more off the smell. I get it off the smell more than I do the taste. But like I chewed hubba bubba playing baseball a lot, right? So that like yeah. particular almost like soury taste. Because it's the really th- big, like, jumbo pink bubble gum that's, like, rock hard. Yeah. And you basically <laughs> fracture your jaw trying to get it soft. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's kind of what this tastes like. You know, I don't hate it. But there's another, like, the, like uh, that, uh, what's the DJ's name? Marshmallow. Yeah. Is that, is that his name? Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't know who he is. Yeah. But anyway, he put out a custom one. That one wasn't great. That one tasted like soap. <laughs> it did. <laughs> and yes, I know what soap tastes like. <laughs> Josh got his mouth washed out with hey. it many a times hey. when he was a kid, probably. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> or I was just one of those weird homeschoolers that wanted to know what it tastes like. <laughs> that could have been Josh in there eating soap again? <laughs> he's, in there, he's in there licking soap. <laughs> Get the dove bar out of your mouth, man. What's wrong with you? Josh thought it was chocolate at first. I did. I heard dove, and I was like, ooh, like the ice cream yeah. bars? <laughs> this doesn't taste like ice cream. Yeah. Uh, what's but what's the one that you like? Uh, so it's called <laughs> Deep Cut. I don't know what it's, it's called. called. I think it's called Stardust. Is that what it's called? And hold on for the for the nerds. I know there are nerds that listen to this podcast who have watched Star Wars Rogue One. It's the same code word for the plans for the Death Star. Starlight. Starlight. That's what it's called. Okay. Starlight. I was close. Coke I was Starlight. Close. Yeah. Anyway, Starlight is more like a. It's like a cherrier. Yeah. It's got this weird, you know, everybody was saying like it tastes like galaxies. Unless mm. galaxies taste Again, like cherries. How do we know? <laughs> like a bunch of astronauts coming back and being like, you know, I took my helmet off for just a couple seconds because I wanted to know what space tastes what like. What the vacuum of space tastes yeah. like. Just before I almost tasted death there. And they're for like, a you know what we need? We need a Coke flavored of yeah. this. Right? We need a Coke flavored version of dying stars. <laughs> what does that taste like? <laughs> 
How do you inf- how do you how do you encapsulate a black hole into yeah. Coke flavored? That's what I want. I want to know if they went up to space and they like found like some dying star, like the remnants of it, and like collected Just, like, it, scratched off some kind of like, dirt, <laughs> kind of put it in, <laughs> put it in one of those like you know the blenders. Not the black, yeah. you know, like the ones like that are like really easy to do. You just press on them. It's like, Burr. oh, like the uh, 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 ninjas. Yes, yeah, like, like the like, ninjas. Like, they ninja like making making the smoothies. They ninja some <laughs> some remnants of a dying star. Put that. Okay, yes. it kind of tastes like this. Yeah, Coke's like, oh nah. yeah, no, 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 we can work with that. It's totally legit, guys. <laughs> it's totally legit. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. So, Jack, I okay. So there's something I want to talk about. Okay, so mm-hmm. I went. Last night, at least when we're recording this, it was last night, went to see uh, a movie with my wife. Went to see the new Black Panther. Yeah. Which, in all honesty, meh. Yeah, I, I don't know where you fall on it. I, you know, it didn't move the needle for me. There, I thought it was. I think there were elements. Yeah. I think there were elements that were really good. I think this series of Marvel movies is kind of dealing with grief, and I think people, it's kind of like, it's not setting with people very well. I mean, they're trying to do something like bigger, kind of outside the norm, I think. But I think it was like on By average, outside the norm meaning subpar films. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> um, I thought it was okay. You know, you introduced Namor. You got some, you know, spoiler alert. Namor. Yeah. Namor. Namor. Uh, yes. Gotta get, that, gotta get that roll. No love. No love up in here. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, you have these elements of like them introducing spoiler alert, the mutants. Yes, says he's a mutant and That's stuff right. like that, and the everything like yeah, all those things. So anyway, so it was okay as well too. It was fine. I, thought, I, it, yeah. I am of the opinion that all the Marvel that has been put out post Endgame has been subpar. I just I haven't I haven't been jiving with it. I feel like because Endgame, okay, Endgame ripped my heart out. In such a beautifully wonderful way, yeah. That I feel like they should have. It was the perfect ribbon on the present. Mm-hmm. Like they should have shipped it off and been like, you know what, we're done, we're done. But you know what, Disney and their money grubbing ways, you the know, show must like go on for forty five thousand Pirates of the Caribbean films, right? <laughs> no, the show must go on, right? And I just haven't been jiving with it. Like I am, I am, I am to the point now, and this might be this might be anathema. I understand, <laughs> but I feel like this is a safe place, so I can say it. I am I'm 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 losing it with Marvel, man. Man, what would I'm what would what would it. Pat and TJ say to you right now? I feel like TJ would agree with me. <laughs> okay. I don't I think Pat Pat is the so yeah, Pat, if you guys don't listen to the Geekly Planet, you guys should go listen to it. It's Pat Aldridge, TJ Tamer, and uh uh um uh, Trey, ah, forget Trey's last name. Anyway, they they talk about like all the things that they geek about uh, th- that they geek out about, right? Uh, and they're all friends of mine, so I really I like their podcast. It's mm-hmm. fun to listen to. It's fun to listen to your friends. Yeah. Um, but I think TJ agrees with me. I don't know exactly where Pat. He probably wouldn't come out as strong as I would because Pat's a very nice, gracious man and much more sanctified than I. Yeah. Um. But yeah, everything post Endgame, dude. Like, I'm just, I'm kind of losing it. I'm not gonna lie. It's they're kind of like this. This phase, they're kind of. Dra- I feel like they're kind of dragging it up until we get the mutants. Dragging it through the mud. And then once we get the mutants, I feel like, man, whoever is gonna be that Wolverine? I mean, we're getting Hugh Jackman again. We are. You know, Hugh Jackman and Deadpool. I don't know sure. which version of Wolverine it's gonna be. If it's gonna be him in the span in the. In his classic yellow blue outfit mm. or yellow and brown outfit. Could. Could be. In any case, that might be an interesting little ditty. Yeah. But we shall see what happens. I mean, I think I like 
certain elements, but I'm not fully sold. So like the whole Kang storyline kind of like I could care I could not care less about it. It's interesting. I mean, you introduce little characters like <sighs> Modok so. and stuff like that. Yeah. Little little seeded, little crumbs. Little crumbs. You know, of a gross bagel. <laughs> anyway, all that to say I went to go see the movie last night in the theater with my wife. And I I I came face to face with a realization <laughs> And I'm turning into an old man. Oh, yeah, you are. Okay. And what I mean by that is we're sitting in the theater. I got the seats that I wanted in the back. Yeah. All right. Because I don't like people sitting behind me. So I got the seats that I wanted in the back. And it was a pretty empty theater. Right. But there were there was a family with a bunch of little kids. Yeah. Actually, it was a mom with a bunch of little kids. And for some reason, I don't know why. The mom, so this theater had two sections of seats. This is a smaller theater. And it was split by an aisle down the middle. So you have the left side of the room seats, right side of the room seats, right? Mm-hmm. The mom and like her youngest son are sitting in two chairs on the left side of the theater. And then three or four of her girls are sitting on the right side of the theater, mm-hmm. like not with their parents at all. Yeah. These girls, okay. <laughs> Lord help me. <laughs> I've never wanted to slap a child more in my life. I wanted, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. Okay. I had unsanctified thoughts through that entire, they were so loud. They would not stop talking and their mom. Okay. This is what infuriated me the most. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to just out myself as a horrible person right now, but you know what? As Spurgeon said, you don't know the half of it. To paraphrase Spurgeon. Okay. These kids are making noise. They're like, I don't, I didn't know like a gummy bear rapper could be that loud. Okay. So they're like, just all this talking and like, they're telling each other to shut up. They're like having little spats in there. And I'm looking over at the mom. Okay. And she, she like glances at them and then like looks back and does absolutely nothing. Okay, this is what's wrong with our society today. <laughs> this is what's wrong with our culture. All right? She is the problem. I expect kids to be misbehaving and not respectful and not aware of their surroundings. Okay? Because kids are dumb. I understand. I get it. But this mom is a fully developed human being. She's a fully functioning adult. And she just stares at these kids and does absolutely nothing. And she just goes back to watching the movie. Like it was it was so it was so annoying. I couldn't dude, I was I was such an old man. And then there was a group of teenagers that kept getting up and leaving and then coming back to the theater. And then the manager comes to these kids, the the not the little kids, the teenagers, the manager comes in and like yells at them in the middle of the movie, tells them to get up and get out or else she's calling 911. And I'm like, finally, thank you, Lord, for giving me this small blessing. Right. And then five minutes later, the group of teenagers comes back in. I don't know what was happening. This yeah. is unacceptable. <laughs> unacceptable. Parents, look, I like kids. I love kids. All right? I'm I'm a kid guy. Kid, kids like me. All right? I'm not I'm not grumpy when it comes to kids. Okay? But parents, please, if you're going to take your small children to a movie theater, please make sure that they understand what 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 is going on? We're here to see a movie. We're not here to play Polly Pockets in the theater with like your gummy bears. 
Okay? Like, I'm here to see a movie. Wow. Help me. Help me, Jack. Am I crazy? Am I crazy? Um. Okay, so here, here's what I told Josh yesterday when he told me this. I said, okay... I guess that's what you get if you go to some theaters. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. You. Yeah. You basically. You basically said it was my fault for picking a subpar theater. That's what you said. You're like, well, in the bougie theaters my wife and I go to, we never have that problem. Okay. It's like, okay. Yeah. You're paying like fifty thousand dollars a ticket. It's like a T Swift concert. Like that's. I don't. That's I don't. You get. I don't know if people can get T Swift tickets anymore because Ticketmaster no, yeah. ripped them up. Now, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I, like I was telling Josh, like we go to a movie theater where it's kind of in this part of like North Tacoma, where it's actually like where people don't get murdered. It's a little bit bougie. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's right, definitely nice. bougie. Uh, it's called. I mean, it's on Rustin Way there, so it's off of kind of like Cape Cape, uh, like the commencement Bay area, and so. Yeah, it's uh it's quite the interesting little uh place, but it's like nice theaters, it's like reclining seats and stuff like that. And so that's what I got to find. I got to find one of those nice theaters. Okay, this is what I want cuz I haven't experienced this yet, but I know they exist. I want to get in one of those theaters that you can like order dinner. Like oh, yeah. I want to watch a movie while eating chicken wings. <laughs> that that's what I want. I've seen so I've seen some of these theaters before. Um but it's like yeah, it's like far and few in between sometimes. I've seen one of them in. I went to one of them in Seattle. Yeah. It's cool because it was uh, a Muppet Christmas Carol, and then you ordered dinner, and it was pretty sweet. Okay, that's a pretty sweet setup right there. But I don't know if like an AMC or like a Cinemark is going to have that in the future. I mean, if they do, that'd be pretty awesome. But uh, it would be awesome. Like I would, I would, I'd be, I'd be all in on that experience. I feel I like you. I feel like Josh. This is a good business opportunity okay, because do then. Tell. You are going to create a theater chain. Oh. 21 years no, or older. No kids. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be like a Mars Hill Sunday night. <laughs> it's Mars Hill Sunday night service. 17 and up. So we're going through Songs of Solomon in perpetuity. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, that's a good, but listen, that's a good little... I don't know. You can try and start something up. I'm sure, dude, if you throw craft beer in there, I'm sure the <laughs> hipsters would be all over this baby. Dude, yes, that's oh. right. I'm like, wait a second. Bro, you, on, just imagine you walk in, there's a craft beer bar. All right. <laughs> there's like a, 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 a an Get your IPAs artis- before watching artis- 440. Artisanal popcorn, whatever is going on. Artisanal popcorn. <laughs> it's like flavored like it's gross, right? But but they eat it because it's artisanal. <laughs> I mean, you could do so many things with this right now, you could. Josh. I mean, especially in the Northwest. The Northwest is a place where you can literally do any like you could think outside the box big time on anything. Yeah. And somehow, somehow. they will come, dude. I'm telling Build you. Build it and they and, you, and they will come. You will think that it would not work out anywhere else in the world, but in the Pacific Northwest. You will make money, Josh. So, like, why, why, like, are we just desperate for fun? Like, are we, are we that desperate or are we that stupid? Like, what's the, why? Like, why, because I agree with you. It seems like, yeah. okay, in like, in like some of these more hipstery towns, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's a, okay, there's an entire shop. And I hear, like, I was talking to my wife that this is a thing. It, it's, it's literally an oil and vinegar restaurant. It's it's oil and vinegar that you show up and you try oil and vinegar. 
Yeah. Like the thing that everyone has in their cabinets. Is this in Seattle? You pay no. It's in it's in it's in it's in Snohomish. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's literally and then I saw one I saw one up north too in like uh, Burlington. Mm-hmm. It's you show up. It's an oil and vinegar bar, and you sit down, and you sample different kinds of oil and vinegar, and they give you little crestinis, and like Dude. that's it. That's the experience. That's all it is. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Who it's... goes to this place, dude? I, I don't... I'm telling Why you. Why is this? How are they making money? It's the it's the it's called the magic of the Pacific Northwest, Josh. Somehow it works. Somehow, Somehow it works. You just take that bowl of spaghetti and throw it against the wall. Whatever sticks, they will come. Apparently, and see that. it all sticks <laughs> because like, <laughs> like okay, you could literally have a shop where you cook spaghetti and fling it off the wall, fling it onto the wall, and the idea is you eat it off the wall. And people like take Dude. that analogy. People will you. People would do that. Be like, oh, what you know? What's really interesting is like, in our restaurant, you eat food off the walls. You actually throw it onto the wall and then you eat it, bro. You know how much I'm just thinking to myself. Guy Fieri is gonna go to that place on diners, drive-ins, and dives, and he will review that. He's gonna be like, oh, and, that's gangster. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, dude, and then somehow the pasta and the marinara sauce is gonna stick to the wall somehow, and it's gonna be like five-star Michelin, you know, restaurant oh rated. Goodness, I'm telling you, dude, it just somehow that's the little like. That's the little kind of like salt bay here in the Pacific Northwest. It seems somehow. like you can, the more bizarre it is, the more of a following you're going to get, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Case in point, Liver King. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Can we here. talk about this oh, yeah. for a second? Let's go on this. Okay. Liver King. So, okay. If, 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 for those of who, of you who don't know who Liver King is, he's this social media influencer like health guru that basically talks about like, oh, uh, you know, you got to get back to the, the, the ancestral, the, you know, the ancestral way of eating when we, all we ate were, were yeah, primals, <laughs> primals, right? He's like a discount. It's it dude. And like, he just eats liver and like animal testicles and like raw meat. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you don't ever eat vegetables and I'm hundred percent natural. This dude. Okay. This dude just got busted. Oh yeah. Big time. On social media. Big time. For, Roiding and okay, look like the vast majority of these social media influencers in the health, they're all they're all on PEDs, right? They're all roiding. None of them are natty at all, mm-hmm. okay? But this dude's thing is in order to sell his products and to sell his his like his protein powder and his supplements and his diet plan, he has been claiming this entire time that he's all natural, right? Yep. You look at this dude. It looks like he was ingested, like he was injected with air. It looks like right? he was made in he, a lab too. Hundred percent. He's like yeah. the Michelin Man, just ripped. <laughs> okay, and he's like, no, no, I'm all natural, all natural, right? And he just got busted because like a list, a list of all of the roids that he was on got leaked on the internet. Yeah, dude, there he is on more. He is on more substances <laughs> than the vast majority of politicians today. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that Robert Downey Jr. smoked in the 90s. Holy smokes, <laughs> the dude. 80s. <laughs> and then he's all, he puts out an apology video that's not an apology video at all. He's like claiming like, you know, I didn't think this was a big deal because I'm out here trying to save lives from all the people that are like contemplating suicide and struggling with depression. I'm like, oh my goodness, dude. Are you kidding me? But his thing, but he blew up on yeah. social media because, oh, 
He's the liver king. And he eats raw liver and and cow testicles. And yeah. you're just, I don't understand. And maybe I'm just old. Like, But how does this get, how, how, how? I think it's just like kind of, I was talking to Josh about this in our ride up here to the tin can, but I think it's just like he's an av- he's an avatar for like, you know, promoters and people who want to make money and they need some sort of spokesman or some sort of mascot or some sort of dude who's just like outlandish yeah. to get them, you know, sponsorship and make them money and stuff like that. I think he was just that, you know, he's kind of just like a fall guy, yeah. you know, but can we start? Okay. But can we, can you and me? Start referring to each other as primals. Oh my god! So we're gonna start this podcast. Primals. Are we gonna get sued? That's Can the we? Other, I don't. Oh know wait, he doesn't gonna... have a copyright on the word primal, <laughs> right? But okay. The other thing though, anyone who looked at this guy, who has done an ounce of like athletics, yeah, sports, weight training, anyone who stared at this guy and thought for a second that he was natural, d- <sighs> dude, this dude looks like he looks. He, like you said, he looks fake. He looks like a. He looks like you know what he looks like. He looks like those GI Joe action figures. He does right, where like yep. the veins are all popping out, and like you, there's just no way on earth this person is getting this way naturally. And people thought he was. Yeah, people thought he was. Yeah, that that's what floors me, right? Yeah. And then yeah, and then all these people are like, oh, how could he lie to us? I'm just like, well. Why? Why did you believe him? <laughs> what did you think? He looks like a balloon. Yeah. What did yeah. you think? Seriously, dude. I don't. I don't get that. Anyway, dude. Okay. If you could have told me, we'd be talking about Liver King on the Reformatory. Man, I would say that you're a liar, Josh. Yeah. I would say that you have lost it. There Primals. What do we have today? Jeez. <laughs> Jack, uh, you got plans for Christmas, man? You're you're going to be down in. Uh, you're gonna be down in 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 Vegas. In Vegas, baby. Yeah. Vegas, baby. Yeah. Talk to me about this. How did uh, oh this? My gosh. How did this come about? Okay, so Josh and I have talked about uh, this for you know on several different episodes of the Reformatory here and there. Put the mic in front of your mouth when you talk. <laughs> I'm opening up a cigar right now. Just let, it, let 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 this marinate a little bit. So. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, so, in any case, so my it's sister, less editing for me. <laughs> my sister uh, and my brother-in-law moved yeah. from Tucson, Arizona. Oh, that's to right. Las Vegas for his new job. Now, Las Vegas. and um, so they were looking at their, you know, they're looking. They they finally they were trying to get their home sold, and then somebody, you know rebuffed on that deal and then they finally actually did get their home sold in Tucson and so they're you know they're renting for a little bit of time and now they're gonna go and finally buy a house dude some of the houses there the the money that they can play with right now to get a house yeah it is like nice we're talking we're talking pool Josh really we're talking pools in the backyard we're talking gazebos we're talking fire pits we're talking basically what we have at Tin Can in a kind of controlled airstream environment here yeah. and like a outside, you know, outdoor kind of environment in Vegas. So we'll see if that happens. Um, but yeah, we're going there. We're stuck. I can't remember. I think we're staying in the Luxor. You know what the Luxor is? I don't. Tell it me. is the it is the pyramid hotel in Vegas. Pyramid hotel. Do you remember that black pyramid in Vegas? Oh yes. Okay, so we're staying there. <laughs> 
<laughs> no way. Dude, we are. Uh, it is going to be bananas. I feel like we need to do like a an Instagram live from me being in the Luxor and like walking around and seeing like Egyptian stuff and whatnot. Yeah, seriously. I guess like they, I mean, something's happening in Vegas where like, you know, new stuff's being created. So more, they're modernizing it more. They're getting away from like the gimmicky stuff, I guess, maybe, and going for like these modern little touches. But okay, but I think we does yeah. it have a pool? Okay, so here's the thing: it yeah. does not have a pool. Uh, you have to go to the Bellagio's. Whoa! You get a ticket to go to the Bellagio's pool. Apparently, wait, okay, because apparently on. it's next door to the Bellagio. So, do you have to pay? No, they give you free tickets to the pool. Yeah. Are you going to be hitting the pool? I'm hitting the pool. You better be hitting the pool. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So, so you're going to get some good food while you're down there? I mean, you got to get, you got to go to one good buffet there. Yeah. I feel like. So I know a guy, it's, well, it's Ted. He knows everything about Vegas. Like he knows Elliot Elliot Gold's Yes. Yeah. 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 Ted Cluck, (laughs) Ted Cluck, uh, AKA Elliot Gould. (laughs) Right. Uh, he knows, like he knows all the good spots. So if you want any food recommendations, uh, Ted, like Ted, Ted's your hookup. Yeah. Um, so he can definitely give you some itin- some itinerary. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be down there from the 20th of... It's in the middle of that week leading up to Christmas. I think it's the 20th or the 21st of December. Oh, interesting. And then we are leaving Las Vegas on Christmas Day. We wanted to mix it up. Why would you do that? Dude, we wanted to mix it up. We wanted to like, okay... Mix it. I'm just saying, dude. Well, mix you're, it up. So you're gonna be in a you're gonna be in a plane. We're gonna be on a flight on Christmas, going to Seattle, but it's in the morning. So our morning flights from like 7 a.m. and then we get to Seattle at like nine or ten, okay. and then we have the rest of the day in the Northwest again. Interesting. So okay, okay. Which I mean, in previous Christmases, like my father-in-law, and then. Uh, so my wife's dad and her stepmom have taken us up to the mountains before and stuff like that. Sure, so sure. There'll be something along those lines. Okay. We've done stuff like that for okay. Christmas time, too. All so. right. You getting your wife anything special for Christmas? I don't think I am. No? no? I mean, we're having a child already. We're gonna- <laughs> okay. You can't but count that. <laughs> like, but that's not What a more do you want? <laughs> Look what I gave you. I gave you a literal human. <laughs> That's okay, Jack. Jack, I, 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 I love you. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, you cannot, by any means, tell Nastia that the child that you are very partially responsible for, okay, is your gift to her. Okay. It's not going to fly. Okay? okay, I will say this because that child at this point, and even more so during Christmas, is going to be causing her nothing but nausea. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, we I she has wish lists. So we have yeah. within our family there's like we do a secret Santa. Okay. And so sure, sure. we do it on this like uh app. It's like an app or a website that does a secret Santa thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it ties to a wish list. And you oh, can yeah. basically yeah. my family does the same thing. So you can do like if you put in like ten to twenty dollars, it'll give you different gifts that are within that range. There you go. So all of our family's doing that. So that'll probably be I'll just rip off her wish list and then try and find something off of it. And okay. Get her something from there. Uh, good for you. Good for you. So, are you guys going to the great upper central Washington area of Tenasca? Yeah. <laughs> we are not. Okay. No, no, because I got so we've got uh, we've got Christmas Eve service 
that I'm probably going to be doing some stuff at, mm-hmm. and then Lord's Day service that I may or may not be doing stuff at. So yeah, we're going to be at least for Christmas proper. Yeah, we're going to be home. We're going to be uh, probably just doing some stuff with my in-laws, uh, church family, obviously, and then uh, Lauren and I. We're we're debating. Because the actual Christmas day, yeah. we don't have anywhere to go, mm-hmm. which is nice. So we're debating doing like an overnight trip or something like that. Like maybe going to up in Anacortes or hitting that Italian place. Oh, yeah. That place is really good. Um, yeah. So we're not quite sure yet. But I think we're actually going to Christmas day itself. I think it's just going to be my wife and I, which which is kind of nice. You know, like I, I, I enjoy being with family during holidays, but it's also nice just kind of being like, you know, like we're just we're just gonna take uh we're just gonna take it for our family, which is uh I'm you know kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. So is your Lord's Day service on Sunday? Is it in the morning or yes, the afternoon? Of course it is. Is it in the morning or the afternoon? Oh, uh, I think the morning. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. wondering because this is a big. We're not canceling Christmas. <laughs> we're not canceling service. We're not one of those. We're not one of those churches. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, this is a big thing in yeah, the whole yeah. of. But yes, of Christianity right now. Yeah, and I feel like it would, it would be interesting to see more people do like afternoon services. Sure. on Christmas. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. That's just my opinion on it. But yeah, there is a yeah. lot ah. of man. There is a lot of people that are there like, is. And what's interesting, Jack, because like this isn't this isn't the first time in mm-hmm. the church's history. Yeah. that the Christmas has been on the Lord's Day. Yeah, but for some reason, and I don't know why, for some reason this year, I, it is more divisive than I have ever seen it before. Yeah, and I don't know why that is. Like, why this year of all years is now everyone choosing to have like to to make it make it such a such a big deal? Hmm. You know, and, and look, granted, like I think I think church. I don't think you should be canceling church. That's my personal opinion. I don't think you should be. However, like if a church does cancel their service or move their service or whatever they're going to do, like I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not going to put them on blast on social media for sure. Right. I I think it's worth having a conversation as to kind of, you know, what what's your reasoning behind that. Mm -hmm. But there are like it is it is violent out there. Yeah. And I don't like why this year versus every other time it's been on Sunday. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. It could be, and maybe this is just a hypothesis or a, 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 kind of a little thesis statement. Okay. Maybe it's because we have uh, a political party in power that may not be that's kind of quote unquote anti-Christian. Wait, so, so it's Biden's fault. I mean, look, I'm down <laughs> with blaming Biden. Full disclosure. <laughs> He's the greatest scapegoat that has ever lived. I'm fine with blaming him. I just don't see how those connect. But but I don't need to. If it's Biden, yeah, sure, it's his fault. I don't know. Like, it, well, it, I don't know if we had a Christmas fall on Sunday when it when Trump was in office. I don't did think we, we did. But like, okay, okay. So let's say you're right. Sure. Right. For kicks and giggles, let's say the current political pl- climate is the catalyst for this. Why? Like, we've had Democrat. Like, we've had. We've had Democrats in in office before. Yeah, I I don't understand how that because here's the thing: like Biden isn't saying anything about it. Like yeah. like 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 there's nothing coming from Washington D.C. that's like y'all should you know y'all should cancel churches on yeah. on, uh, yeah. on on Christmas. But like I don't understand why this year of all years 
people are now all of a sudden choosing to like voice an opinion on this. I just think one of I think one part of it is since we've had this kind of narrative for the last like couple years is like we're we're going completely counterculture and we're going to completely on the other side of it. It's almost like the horseshoe effect, you okay. know, where you go all the way on the other side of things. Sure, sure. Doesn't necessarily mean like you're necessarily right there, but it's almost like this you're kind of on an opposite side of a thing. I don't okay. know. Maybe it's something along those lines of like we have to be totally counterculture to show people how serious we are about the Lord, which is like, okay, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sure. But when you're like, you guys are anathema now, it's like, uh... you know what? Maybe it's this. Maybe we just got off of two years mm. of churches canceling services there we go. because of COVID. Yeah. And now we have individuals that are much more sensitive to canceling services for things, which again, again, like full disclosure, like my, my personal opinion. Yeah. I don't think we should be canceling services. That's not what I think we should be doing, but I think maybe that is Hmm. partially to blame of why people are so up in arms about it now, because we just went through two years of these arguments Yeah, and they're like, and people are like, no, like we're not doing this again. You know what I'm saying? For any reason whatsoever. Yeah. Perhaps that's it. That might have something to do with it. It's another good thesis statement. I mean, there you go. it could be. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's possible. Anyway, Christmas should be good. You have a fun time in Vegas, my man. That's yeah. going to be a good time. Hopefully, here's what I hope. Yeah. I'm hoping to find a cigar lounge. Oh, yeah. That is the epitome of Christmas spirit here. Oh, okay. I want like a cigar lounge in Vegas somehow yeah. to just look like... Bing Crosby went to town on it or something like that. Okay. <laughs> Bing Crosby vomited all over. He vomited White Christmas all over this cigar lounge. If you have, if you just combine all the old school like Christmas movies and yeah. put them in a cigar lounge. Okay. Come on. That so, needs okay. To happen okay. Somehow. So, what, what, what would this look like then? Like, are you thinking like, like there's a Santa there? Or are you thinking like talking, they're, they're like pumping in fake snow? Dude. Or like okay. What? So, you could have. A a Santa actor, yeah, full regalia. So not the real Santa, you're saying? Not the real Santa, okay? Because right. we know that you yeah. know he's with the Lord now. He is. So, well, but a Santa mm-hmm. actor, yes, smoking with you. Oh, like asking you, like, dude, okay, what you want for Christmas? If if he, okay, if that Santa actor were to ask you what you want for Christmas, yeah. and he's giving out free cigars, yes. my day's made. My will day you sit on his is, lap? Would Ooh. you? If he's like Jack, Jackie boy, Jackie boy, come sit on Santa's lap. I tell, tell Santa what you want for Christmas. I'm gonna be hesitant while you're smoking a cigar. <laughs> I'm gonna be hesitant. On what that What one. if he What if he gives you a cigar? What if he's like luring you with a cigar? This is all of a sudden really creepy. But you're an <laughs> yeah. adult. But you're an adult, so it's fine. <laughs> okay? What would I tell my kids? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no. do as I say, not as I did. Okay, <laughs> right? Would you sit on Santa's lap and smoke a cigar? Okay. If if a, if a free cigar was involved, yes. If, if I knew, knew if, if, if instead of candy it was a cigar, if so facto, if I knew that free cigars were given out, if I just sat on his knee, I would absolutely do it. You could take a picture of it, put it on all the reformatory social sociables, make that happen. I will get. I will sit on Santa's lap for a free cigar here, people. Instead of a white van, care. it's just a sleigh. It's like, hey, 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 little Jack, come on up into my sleigh, and here's I got free cigars. Give me free lighters, 
cutters, cigar, Jack's forks. Like, Jack's like, for free cigars, I will completely disregard my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> Something has to give. Oh, I love it, dude. That's amazing. (laughs) Well, Jack, um, Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Merry Christmas, friend. And listeners, Merry Christmas to Mm -hmm. you. If you're listening to this before Christmas, Merry Christmas. We thank you guys for listening. Uh, We really, really do. We appreciate you guys sticking with us. We appreciate um, just the interactions, the encouragement. We really value you just as a listener. Uh, We really do. Um, There's really no reason why. You should be listening to us, <laughs> but you continue to, and we really appreciate it. it. It warms our hearts, it humbles us, and it. Uh, I'm still floored that anybody listens to this podcast. Yeah. Um, so we wish all of you guys a very merry Christmas, and uh, we hope that it's we hope that's a good one. Hope it's full of joy, time with family, time uh, with your church family. <laughs> um, <laughs> And that it is it is just a time of joy and love and peace as we, uh, yeah, just bask in the glory of the gospel and each other's fellowship. Like it's just, yeah. I'm 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 really excited for this Christmas. I think I think it's gonna be a good one. Yeah. Jack, my friend. Yes, sir. Why don't you get us out of here, ladies and gentlemen? If you appreciate our continued mission to make the local church central into the believer's life you too can That's follow right. us on the sociables the facebook the metaverse the mm-hmm. site. it could go down the next 24 hours you never know the instagram the a little bit more visual sociable platform if you will goes well with char- chocolate and marshmallow or the muskerville the twitter that's right the tweaker the little blue bird site yeah you can follow us all on those sociable platforms at the tag at reformatory pod josh you can tell the lovely people how they might give us a little christmas gift for listening if that's you right will, or supporting us that's right if you want to if you want to share some christmas joy uh with your local church podcast uh there's multiple ways that you can do that you can head on over to Patreon. You can become a Patreon supporter for a $5 holla. Mm-hmm. You too could become a Patreon supporter and have your name hallowed. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed. Hallowed through the halls of this podcast. You can head on over to reformatorypod.com. Get yourself some local church merch if you wish. Last but definitely not least, if you want to share the Christmas joy, spread some cheer to us at the Reformatory and to others that may benefit from listening to the Reformatory. You can head on, if you're on Spotify, or if you listen on Apple, you can scroll down. You can give us some five-star action. Mm -hmm. Some five stars for five stolas. Mm -hmm. Some five stars of Bethlehem, if you will. And you can write us a little review. You can tell us uh, what you appreciate about the podcast, if you would like. You can tell us uh, how you found the podcast. You can tell us pretty much anything. There's really no rules. Uh, That's the nice thing about that. Uh, We just ask that you, you know, keep it. Keep it PG. It's a kid show. It's, it's kid show. It's kid show. It is kid show. We would greatly appreciate that. We thank you guys for listening. We hope you have the merriest of Christmases this year. We will catch you on the next step of the Reformatory. <laughs> <laughs>